It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. A radio show like no other. It's Brian Kilmeade. Ball is bobbled and it's on the ground and loose. Who's going to get it? He just dropped it. I mean, that was a good snap. Eagles have it. Hurts. Going to give it to Scott. Racing around the edge. Scott is in. Touchdown, Philadelphia. Going to sneak it again. Hurts looking for a push from behind. He is waiting for a signal in. Touchdown, Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles are going back to the Super Bowl. And there you go. The Philadelphia Eagles going back to the Super Bowl, but the bigger story happened at night. Uh, I thought we were looking at overtime, but it ended up being, and for a morning show host, it was a tough decision. But uh, Carissa Thompson, I think you respect my decision to stay up and and deliver a subpar performance on Monday in order to see the game live on Sunday. Absolutely. There is no excuse for you to ever go to bed when there are, it's championship Sunday and the teams are going to the Super Bowl will be decided. And I don't want you to find out in the morning. Right. And you also would think that show my, do you don't think it shows a lack of maturity, not going to bed? You think it's a more mature to finish out the game and then play tired all uh, Monday. Unless you like excuses and you're not a guy who comes up with excuses. <laughs> right. So you, you're able to do both. My Monday, Monday morning quarterback for you is you made the wise decision. And Chris has really got her hand full because I'm going to do outnumbered with her yeah, I'm at, at about noon. This. She's doing Fox News in the Fox family. You know her from Fox NFL. She's a host of Fox NFL Kickoff. She also got a great podcast, Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa. And also, you're going to be working the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. So, so I, when do you get there? What are you going to be doing? Well, I, I'm going to just link up my itinerary with yours because right. I've been hearing all morning that you uh, drew the short <laughs> straw. you got to spend a week in Arizona. Oh, shucks. Right. No, not a week. They're just sending me Thursday after the show. What? Yes, I know. Um, Who do I need to talk to about this? you well, got to be out for the full experience, well, even I, as a Giants. You're a Giants full. fan. I'm a big Giants fan. Right. You've so, done your research. Well, it's going to be hard for you. What, what the hell happened with the Empire State Building? I mean, how is that acceptable? You need to tell, this is your city. Right. And you need to tell me how that happens. Well, uh, for people that don't know, the Empire State Building, which is pretty famous, correct? Even if you were not born in New York and you know about the Empire State uh, Building. Yes, I do. King Kong and everything. So they decided to light it up with Eagles colors. Then we find out it was Chiefs colors too. I've never remembered that in my lifetime before. And to me, I think we have to take the building down. Well, let's leave buildings intact. But I just think that we need to get to, you know, there's cameras all around that thing. I need to figure out which Eagles fan got into. Do you think it's like one guy that I just hope decided to light this I up? I hope there's like a deflate gate kind of a situation with the with the one Eagles fan that was like, you know what I'm going to do? Yeah, because I don't even care. That's cool that you want to do the Chiefs. That doesn't matter. You, you put the Chiefs, Bengals up, whatever. But you can't put Philadelphia colors in the middle of New York City. You can't do it. Giants played Philadelphia three times. Chris, I don't seem to remember what happened. Well, you don't want to know what happened. The <laughs> they Eagles lost won all three times. times. Got crushed. I know. I interviewed Saquon Barkley prior to their divisional round game, and I was like, why is this time going to be different? And he's like, well, let's just hope it is. It obviously wasn't, and the Eagles are now playing in the Super Bowl. But hey, look, it's a good year for you guys. I'm a huge uh, Dayball fan, and what he was able to do. Did you know in. he'd be, did you sense he'd be this good when he was? 
interview for the job and a coordinator up in Buffalo? I mean, look, there's the guys that have the DNA and what, what he was able to do up there in Buffalo, and he's a guy's guy. I mean, he's the guy that sits with the groundskeeper because his father or his grandfather was a groundskeeper. I mean, he's the, he the grab a beer, yeah, hang out at the bar, and we know. I mean, culture matters and coaching matters and who you have in that locker room, and he's a player's coach, and every guy that I talked to on that team was like, couldn't be happier that that, that get him to, to lead them. And it, it's turned a corner. I don't need to tell you. It's been a minute. Right. I know we're talking way too much about the Giants, but I, the last thing I'll add is I went to the Jacksonville game. Okay. And I watched Saquon uh, have some great runs but not get out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And Dable finds Saquon, arguably their best player, and screams at him twice. Yeah, because he, no he one should be down. exempt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's tough. There's a, there's a star – there's a star formula. A lot of times screaming at the star is not the right one. But I think that sets the tone in the rest of the locker room that no one's exempt, that you're going to hold everyone to the same standard, the same LeBron, the, the, you know, the Michael J- Jordan, that whole thing. I think that you treat everyone the same and you get the respect of the guys in the locker room. But anyways, back to the Eagles. Yes, <laughs> they are the best all around team. Uh, it's hard to argue with them. I mean, on that defensive side of the ball, they led the league in sacks with 70, which is insane, uh, and that's just in the regular season. Um, they're stacked Jalen Hurts, and good for him. You know, we live in a society that's like, what can you do for me lately? And all of the pundits around Jalen Hurts in his first few years, and Nick Sirianni, again, going back to coaching, has done a heck of a job with that group. But A.J. Brown, dude, I don't know how Tennessee lets that guy go. I mean, it's a complete game changer for this offense, and they can do it on the ground. They can do it in the air. I was really bummed uh, just for San Francisco. You know, I, I worked with John Lynch. He used to be in the booth when I was a sideline reporter and uh, has done an incredible job in that organization as a GM, you know, taking their team to the NFC Championship game three of the last four years. It would have been nice to actually see that game be a contest. But Brock Purdy, uh, the Cinderella story, you know, ended at 1030, not midnight. So uh, but right. a lot of, a lot of upside for, for Niners fans moving forward. I know they don't want to necessarily hear that today, but. Uh, The only person like you is a little like Geraldo. You have such a great answer. I wanted to stop you four times. First off. I need to learn to shut up. No, no. It's it's all intriguing. Brock Purdy. I love that story. You know, he's wearing street clothes, not dressing for these games. Last player taken, 236th or whatever. Yeah, I think it is. And he gets taken and he, he goes undefeated. And I watch him scanning the field as if this game is easy for him. But they say he ruptured his owner nerve in it. Now, think about this. You rupture it, you're in total pain, but you go out again because there's no other quarterbacks, yet you can't throw. It's unbelievable what was taking place. Well, we were on a text chain, actually. uh, I host the Thursday night of coverage for for Amazon, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, who, as we know, the journeyman in the NFL and is 17 years in the league, and he was with us on the desk this year. But we were like, Fitz, uh, do you have a private plane you can get here, and do you have any eligibility left? Because at this point, like even Steve Young had made a joke to put him in when Christian McCaffrey— was sitting there with the playbook. I was like, this is where we're at. And poor Josh Johnson. I mean, that's another journeyman in the league. But, like, you know, it was uh, – unfortunately, it was their storyline all year and in injured quarterbacks. And it's how the year started is also how it ended for You know them. sometimes they try to change things in the offseason competition committee? What about when playoffs start th- addressing three quarterbacks? Well, Jimmy Garoppolo was like, I wish I had a helmet there. I mean, you know, he, he had hurt his ankle and, you know, questions about whether he could have won if he actually was in pads or not. But um, at that point, you know, that's one in whenever, however many, you know, thousands of games that that happens where you're all the way down to a Christian McCaffrey. Uh, you're you know, running back. You're running back. Yeah. Who uh, you can 
put in at the quarterback position. But, yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, there's nothing really more to say about it other than the fact that this is a team with a tremendous amount of upside, and you just look at it like they're, they've are they been good for the last few years. They'll continue to be good, and uh, got to give it up for Brock Purdy. I mean, what he was able to do in stepping into an unenviable situation and really making a name. He's now Mr. Relevant, not Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, Krista Thompson's here, obviously, uh, in studio. So, uh, and she's going to be outnumbered at the top of the hour. I'm always outnumbered. Right. You, you right? are outnumbered. Yeah. But th- in that show, I'll, I'll actually be the only guy because you'll have four women. Well, I mean, I act like a guy. So, you know, I'm with you on that one. Right. But I'm uh, looking forward to it. How, how, are you. You're one of these guys, if you're a woman that doesn't get rattled by guys, they say that that's a guy's guy, a, a I, girl's guy. I, I am, I am, but that's the problem, that I end up being guy, a guy in my relationship half the time, which is why I've got two divorces under my belt, but enough about my personal life, you know? You, you did make a comment on the air of, of, about that. I, I forgot what you said, but it was, it was funny as hell. You gotta, self-deprecation for me is the only way to get through. I've had some, like... Not so great things happen in my life. Um, I always joke that I think I'm drafting first rounders and they end up being busts. So I shouldn't be a GM. Um, I'm going to leave the scouting report for significant others to someone else. Uh, I'm I'm sure none of that that is your fault. None. All right. Good. That's what I'm going to go with. Just uh, just back to something less interesting. Football for a second. Patrick Mahomes Mm -hmm. with a high ankle sprain. When you hear high ankle sprain. That is a serious, just like turf toe, they pretend as if not serious. It's extremely serious. Yep. High ankle sprain is extremely serious. For him to run that nine, was it nine yards at the end? Yeah. With, and then take eight, the hit yeah, out of bounds? The, four, the, fourth, and, the fourth and eight uh, with eight seconds left to put him in position. It doesn't surprise me, though. Uh, we were talking on the pregame show. Charles Woodson said he wouldn't be surprised if Chad Henney went in because Michael Vick was talking about how – uh, much this injury to your previous point, that high ankle sprain, how bad that hurts and how difficult it is, especially for a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes that does so much of his work outside the pocket and improvising. Um, that said, he's a gamer. This guy, you know what I mean? Like, get out there. It doesn't matter if that ankle was going to snap off. He wasn't going to miss a snap. Uh, and so for him to pick up that first down, obviously, you know, the Bengals didn't want that penalty, but it sets up the field goal and, you know, they go on to now their third Super Bowl in the last four seasons. So excited for Andy Reid, too. The storyline there, you know, spending 10 years uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs the last decade and then 14 with the Philadelphia Eagles. So going back, looking for his second Super Bowl win against his old team is a fun storyline. Well, let me ask you, what is it like knowing so many players well over the years? It just means I've been in this business a long time and I'm old. You know, I joked with Erin. She had to sit down with Brock Purdy before. Erin Andrews. Yes, uh, who I co-host the podcast with. And her and I have been friends for over a decade, uh, our time at ESPN and, and of course, at Fox. But um, I said, Erin, you and I could be Brock Purdy's mother. And that's not even a joke. I mean, her and I are 40 and 44. Respectfully, we have the same birthday. But um, we could be his mother. And that, but. I think it's awesome too to have been, you know, lucky enough, you know. I mean, right. we love our jobs and if you're lucky enough to stay in this business the same way that players feel like if they're lucky enough to stay in the league long enough because it's so cyclical. Um it's cool to to cover guys that, you know, you watched come up through college and covered in college and now having success in the pros or even in the Brock Purdy situation. Does it make uh, not that you're necessarily out in the critiquing business, but does it make it harder to critique when you know that guy? personally yeah. and you see that he had an extremely bad game and he gets benched and and it's obvious 
that he's not playing well or have an attitude problem, and you kind of know the inside story. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, not coming from the, you know, I'm not a, as a, as a host, I'm less in the, you know, critical analytic part of it. But I have opinions, of course, Absolutely. on whether guys should be in or out, and that's part of the business. The same way my mom had an old adage a long time ago, not everyone's going to like you, Carissa. You're not going to like everyone. So people have opinions on me as a host, right? So it's like you sit in that chair or you step on that field or, you know, whatever the respected position is when you put yourself out there, expect that there's going to be pundits. But for me, what I love about sports is that it's kind of quantifiable, you know, for me. It's not just like... You get an end. You get a winner, yeah, you get a loser. Yeah, and it's like you, you threw four picks. Like, I'm not making up that you had a bad game, you know? So uh, there are facts to support opinions most of the time in sports. Right. Uh, what do you think betting has done to, to your job? It's uh, lowered my bank account. Um, <laughs> do you bet? All the time. You do? Oh, yeah. I used to go to the racetrack with my grandpa when I was a little girl, and he would just say, like, I'm babysitting Carissa for the day. My grandma thought he was a saint. We'd end up at the track. Used to be Long Acres, turned into Emerald Downs up in Seattle, and I've had an affinity for the ponies ever since, but that has parlayed itself into other Did you areas. ever work any of the uh, Triple Crown, any of the races? I didn't, know, and I've man, always... man, that's a rare skill I would have loved to. I know that's the NBC umbrella or the TVG where uh, I would have loved to, but the Derby, anyone that hasn't ever been to the Kentucky Derby, one of the greatest sporting Never been events. There. <gasps> yeah. It I always hear. falls on the first Saturday of May. You, which go, usually, as a, you go as a civilian? Uh, yeah, I do go as a civilian and a dysfunctional one at that. I mean, the mint juleps stay a while. It's always on my, around my birthday, so I use that as an excuse to be a complete degenerate. But um, it is I, I, I love gambling responsibly, of course. I always have a thing, don't bet what I'm not willing to lose. Um, but, yeah, it's, football, I'm going to always keep my eye on the sport because it's my favorite sport. But I just love throwing money on anything, college basketball, uh, during the tournament things like that first uh, weekend i'll go to vegas there's nothing better than las vegas first weekend of the tournament i'm shutting up now so so chris the other thing is from the anchor perspective which i didn't know you were going to talk about personally but that's even better but from the anchor perspective when we're talking about uh spreads and bet on this uh-huh. and now that's an element in almost every scoreboard show it still throws me when you know remember jimmy the greek you weren't i'm, I'm older than you but he used to be on with brent musburger and used to talk about spreads and and betting, and I used to be like, I'm just into wins and losses, almost as if that's the underworld of sports. I remember, now it's I, the over- overworld. Right, and credit to Fox, because like most things, they were you know not afraid to throw it out there right when a lot of people wouldn't. And guess what happened after that? The ESPNs, everyone else, even uh, having a, an official in the booth, Mike Pereira, right? That was one. Fox was one of the first Absolutely. people to do that. So, uh, I, I mean, it's not just saying this is a suck up to our company, but like I love being at a company, working for a company that's not afraid to do things that Anything. might be unpopular. Um, but then, you know, imitation is the highest form of flattery. So it soon follows after that. But it's part of the game. I think that, uh, and it, that's even what I loved about Adam Silver, um, you know, of course, the commissioner for the NBA. He's been a big proponent of uh, allowing things to happen that are going to happen within his sport. Let's embrace it. Let's control it. And then uh, same thing. It's, the NFL's a little moves at a little slower pace than that, just because the shield is protective of the mm. shield. Um, but I think it's good. I think it's good for the sport. And again, like anything, responsive, responsibly gamble responsibly. Carissa Thompson, one more segment with you, and then we're going to move to television. I can't wait. Let's Back do in it. A the Will Kane Show is now dropping five episodes a week. Join Fox and Friends weekend host Will Kane as he tackles the latest headlines from his unique perspective, along with thought-provoking interviews with leading figures and live calls from viewers and listeners. Listen wherever you download your favorite podcasts. The more you listen.
listen, the more you'll know. It's Brian Kilmeade. Here's Butker. For 45 yards. All the way. It's good. It's over. It is over. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won it. Heading to the Super Bowl for the third time in four years. And the Kelsey brothers will play each other in the Super oh, Bowl, right? God, you can't ask for better dudes than that. Uh, they're so much fun. I remember I interviewed them actually in... Krista Thompson's here still, Hello. by the way. Yes, I still haven't stopped talking yeah. in the commercial break. Um, in Cincinnati, you know, they're Ohio boys, and they, uh, they're they just great. I'm so excited for them. I can't imagine being their parents. Uh-huh. And, you know, she uh, his... Uh, Travis and Jason's mom famously, when they were playing, I think it was last year or the year before, in playoff games, she flew, watched one in the morning, flew, got on a plane, watched the other one in the afternoon, and had the jersey that was split. But to now actually see them playing in the Super Bowl would be great. So, Carissa, what do you think Tom Brady's doing next year? Well, uh, you know, we would be lucky to have that Fox contract come to fruition, you know. that. He, What's so he, bad about working for Fox? Why is he Hello? <laughs> I mean, all he's got to do is come to us. We'll yes. tell him how great this place is. And, I mean, do you think he, he'd be hang- he's going to be in the lunchroom? Is he going to be know, hanging out with you guys? Here's the thing. I believe him when he says, I don't think he knows, right? Uh, after everything that happened last year and he retires and the unretiring, everything personally that was going on, I think, uh, and not knowing Tom Brady in this capacity but i would imagine just from my outside view looking in that he's really going to think about whether he wants to come back he's a competitor he knows that he can still play even if it's not at his highest level um look at look at the need for a quarterback we're at we're, we're on to josh johnson last year and with all Great due respect point. you know the last game with the 49ers uh to him you know he's played in the year 15 years 14 different teams i was shocked he lost 15 pounds just from the stress of well, everything he was going through. I mean, I, I gained weight during my divorce. I was so happy to be out of that relationship. My God. Right. But no, I think uh, we would be lucky to have him at Fox. We would also still be lucky to have him in the NFL. I think that we have gotten this incredible front row seat. Oh, yeah. Uh, We've to, never seen to like greatness. This. No, I mean, he's won more Super Bowls than organizations have even sniffed. So what he's done is incredible. And I just hope that, you know, I grew up a huge Michael Jordan fan. And it pained me to see him in a Wizards uniform. Um, because he wasn't that good anymore? Or yeah, because... it was more of that. Like, it, it, Look, Brady puts on a Bucks uniform and goes and wins a Super Bowl, so it's not necessarily about that. We've seen the Joe Montanas go to Kansas City and, and, and have a different uniform. It's just going out on top, you know, is, right. is how I like to see the athletes not being carried off because, you know, you leave, this, you leave this league one of two ways, uh, whether they force you out or you get to decide. So I hope it's his decision. Unless it's Tom Brady. Exactly. Miami or Las Vegas probably. We'll see. Uh, we will see. It, it'll keep it interesting off-season per usual that way. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.